What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast. Drew here, your host. Hey, I am pumped for this episode of the podcast, but before we hop into it, a couple housekeeping notes. Uh, one, I would really appreciate it if you guys uh, would drop down below and leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think about the show. Um, you know, we've gotten some great feedback and, and we feel like we're, uh, you know, on the right track, but any, anything we get as far as reviews is just going to help us get exposed to, to more dads out there that we really want to share our message with. Um, you know, so the more reviews we get, uh, the higher ranking we're going to get, the more people are going to find us, uh, and the more value ultimately we can provide. So if you guys have gotten any value from the show, if you've gotten one nugget, uh, you know, away, one golden nugget or takeaway that's, that's made an impact for you as a dad, please drop down below and just leave us a review. It takes uh, about 20 seconds and we'd appreciate it. Uh, secondly is we have got an awesome challenge. It's called the Epic Dad 7-Day Challenge. Uh, now, what this is, is, is a free email challenge that if you opt in for, uh, you're going to get an email from me uh, for about seven days in a row, uh, hence the 7-Day Challenge, uh, that is going to ultimately help you understand how to uh, create more time for yourself, create more space, create more intentionality uh, into your life that's going to ultimately help you be a better dad. And so if you feel like you're struggling with time, you know, in, in balance and, and trying to get it all done, you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, uh, I want you guys to drop down into the show notes and opt in for our Epic Dad 7-Day Challenge. Uh, this challenge uh, is going to be hard, right? It's called a challenge, but I promise you this, it's only going to take you about 10, uh, 20 minutes at the longest to complete each challenge every day. And by the end of those seven days, I guarantee that you are going to be on a path to being a better dad, uh, a better, you know, intentional father, uh, someone that you know is, is less stressed, um, has more time in their schedule. Uh, so if, if that's you, if you guys are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, please drop down below, opt in. It's totally free. Um, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback from this challenge. And so if that's you hit down below and, and hit the link. Okay. So into the episode, guys, I am super pumped to bring on Maddie Anderson today. So uh, Maddie is our first female uh, that we that we've had on the show. Um, you know, bad on me for not not doing this before, right? And, and us as dads, we we get together in our dad space. We talk about dad stuff. We talk about you know being good fathers, providers, and all that stuff. Um, but the conversation very rarely goes to okay, what what is a, a different angle to look at this, right? And so uh, Maddie is coming on today to to give us a, a glimpse into you know her pers perspective as being a girl and having an amazing girl dad that has instilled some values in, in her and her sisters that have set them up for success. And um, so the conversation here with Maddie, it, it's just awesome, guys. You guys are going to love it. And it just lends a different perspective uh, than what we typically talk about here on the show. And so I want to thank Maddie for coming on. Um, Maddie has just written a book uh, that just launched. Uh, you guys can go find it on Amazon. Uh, I'll link down to the show notes below, but the book is called Girl Dad Stories, Lessons, and Advice from Girl Dads and Their Daughters. And so if you guys are a girl dad, or even if you're not, I think you're going to take away a lot of valuable lessons from here that is from the perspective you know, of a daughter, right? And, and not of a dad. And I think that's super important for us to, to shift the lens uh, that we're coming to the conversation with. So uh, without any further ado, guys, uh, let's welcome Maddie to the show and let's hop into the episode. Are you ready to become the dad you know you are meant to be? Good, because this is the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, where imperfect action is better than perfect ideas, promises kept are more important than promises made, and nothing happens unless you make it happen. My name is Drew, father of three, and founder of the Epic Dad Company. My mission is to help dads up their game and become the husbands, fathers, and men they're called to be. Thanks for listening, Now let's start the episode. All right, Madeline Anderson, what is going on? Hey, how's it going? 
It's going well. So Madeline, but you go by Maddie. Is that right? Yes, correct. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Maddie, thank you for, for hopping on. Of course. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So you, I brought you on um, really to talk. One, you're the first female we've had on the podcast. So we've had, yeah, we've had <laughs> like 30, 33 episodes. Um, and we, we have, you know, we talk a lot about dad stuff, right? But we have yet to, to bring on somebody that has a different perspective. And so I think I'm really pumped for this conversation because it's probably going to go down places that we haven't talked about before um, that are super important for us to think through, you know, as dads, especially as girl dads. So, so super honored to have you on. Um, you, you've got a book that just launched. Is that right? That is correct. Yes. Two days ago. It's called okay. Girl Dad. <laughs> called Girl Dad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, so the, the book, yeah, Girl Dad Stories, Lessons, mm-hmm. Advice from a Girl Dad, from Girl Dads and Their Daughters. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you, your dad's a girl dad and you've got a couple of sisters. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I have two younger sisters. So I'm the oldest of three girls. So my dad is, you know, well-trained in the girl dad world. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. What, um, what inspired you to, to write the book? Yeah. You know, I, I started writing it a little over two years ago. Um, but I think the idea, the idea really came when I first started college, it was really the first time I looked in the mirror and realized how lucky I was. And I grew up, you know, with a great dad. I knew I had a great dad. He's awesome. Um, so supportive, loving, kind, helped build my confidence, all that. But I kind of just thought that's what dads do. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all dads are like that. Like that's, that's the dad's job. And when I got to college and I was surrounded by so many new people and got to meet people from all different backgrounds and everything, I, I realized that's simply not the case. And it's, unfortunately more rare to have that kind of dad and I wanted to change that so the purpose of the book is really to inspire other dads out there to be you know more intentional and present and more girl dad like and ultimately I want every girl out there to have the opportunity that I have um and feel the kind of relationship that I feel with my dad so yeah it's it's been a a great journey. Well, I mean, as a girl dad, right? I've got two little ones, yeah. six, six, and four. Um, you know, it, it's tough. Like, I growing up, I always knew I was gonna have kids, but I always thought, like, yeah, I'll have sons for sure. You know, yeah. honey, <laughs> you know, we'll go hunting all the time, whatever. Um, yeah. And then, you know, and, and with my first one, we didn't know if she was gonna be a girl or a boy until she was born. Um, and you know, I was kind of like holding out hope. You know, I was like, oh man, I want, I want a boy, I want a boy. But like the second she was born, I was like. I'm a girl dad, but this is awesome, you know, like, like complete adoption yeah. of it. Um, and it's, it's been challenging, you know, cause I think yeah. you, to, to your point, like it, it's probably rare, right. Um, to, to have a dad that's like that, that's going to be supportive. Not that dads don't want to be supportive, but you know, it takes a lot of intentionality, um, a mm-hmm. lot of time and effort to, to put towards that. Um, and it's stuff that, like you said, you didn't really realize that other dads didn't do that. Right. And, and especially right. As, as a kid, as a daughter, you know, you're not realizing how much effort that your dad's actually putting into it until later, <laughs> until after exactly. the fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so can totally appreciate that. And, and, uh, girls are tough. Um, it, it's, it's tough from a dad's perspective, mm-hmm. uh, because you see, you know, this, this beautiful little girl, um, and you want to love and support, but at the same time, like, you know, at some point in time, she, she's going to step out of the nest, right. And, right. and head off to college or wherever she's going. And like, part of your job too, is help prepare her for, for that world you know, to be able to make those right decisions and things like that. So I'd, I'd love to know, like, obviously your dad has had a, a huge impact on your life. So I'd love mm-hmm. to know kind of a little bit about him um, and, and what ultimately has been the impact of having an awesome girl dad. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, he's, he's incredible. He's 
super smart, driven, motivated, funny, um, compassionate, and really just an inspiration all over. And I think the impact that he's had, I mean, I could, I could go on and on. I mean, I literally wrote a book about it. So um, (laughs) there's been a lot of things, but to your point, he definitely taught us a lot. He didn't just like go through the motions and protect us and like keep us in a little bubble or anything. Like when he would help us fix things or even like patching a hole on the wall, right? Like he would bring us in and be like, you know, this is step one, this is step two. And he would have us do it sometimes too. And he gave us our own little tool belts or when we were kids. So when he would like fix stuff around the house, like we'd be walking around with our tool belt <laughs> and like have our like mini hammer that had flowers on it and, you know, it made it like so fun. So I think um, he just, he wasn't afraid to involve us in anything. And then when I started, you know, growing up a little bit and um, was able to have more conversations that were, you know, higher level, he would involve me in work and he would talk about his day at work and what projects he's working on. He's an engineer. So they're sometimes a little bit like intense. Like I'm like, what, you know, but he would, regardless, he would include me in them. And um, sometimes on the weekends, if he had to work, he would bring me and my sisters into his office and we would like be drawing on blueprints. And, but it, it was cool because we never felt like, you know, like we saw him working so hard, but we never felt like, oh, he's, he's doing that. And it's like, taking away from time with mm-hmm. us he was very very involved and and when he had, like he works really hard and he still does he works all the time but the time that he spends with us he's there and he's present and that's mm-hmm. what makes all the difference and and I think that that's like the number one piece of advice for all dads out there is no matter how much time you have even if it's like five minutes you know just be there look mm-hmm. her in the eyes like be present and and don't take those little moments for granted because life goes by really fast and you know you you just you have to show up yeah no that, that's great and, and some of the takeaways from your book and we'll, we'll dive into you know to a mm-hmm. few components and you already mentioned one which I think is is awesome is kind of you know including you know yeah. um you know your daughter and your activities and things like that and, and we'll, we'll dive into that but like before we even do like ultimately you know what is a girl dad right like it's obviously you have a daughter you know that's kind yeah. of you know uh, par for the course but yeah, there, there's a lot of dads out there that have daughters that I wouldn't necessarily call a girl dad, right? So yeah. um, how would you define it? And, and like, how can guys, you know, accept that as their persona? Yeah, um, I think it all comes down to intention. So a girl dad is intentionally a girl dad, right? Like they show up for their daughter. They love her. They support her no matter what. And she feels that love. And that's really all it is. And it's, and it, there's so many ways that you can be a girl dad. And there's so many components of that. And I'm sure we'll get into a lot of that, but, um, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You're, you're there, you're there for her. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys can't see unless you're watching on YouTube, but so (laughs) girl, dad, right there, girl, (laughs) dad, AF. So I love that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely one of them. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that the work thing, like I work constantly, you know, mm-hmm. um, like, like, you know, working full time then trying to run a business and a podcast, yeah. all that stuff. Right. And it's a lot. Um, so I think that point of intentionality is, is super important. You know, it's not that like you have to spend every waking hour with your kids. Um, yeah. cause that, that's not doable one. Um, and then two, your kids don't need that. Like what they need yeah. is they need intentional time with that. Like, like you said, it could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It could be you know, laying down and playing a card game or whatever, but like just being in the moment, being present, no distractions, Mm -hmm. 
and just being there and filling your kid's bucket. So that, that, that's a huge one. Um, and then um, the other one you mentioned too, was about work. And I actually had a specific question about, mm -hmm. about work because I know a lot of guys that listen to this podcast and really just dads in general, you know, we get so focused on our role as like the provider, right? We're like, right. Oh, I got to go out and provide, go out and provide, go out and provide. And we've got all these um, financial goals and career goals and all that stuff. And um, it, it's, it's interesting, right? Because you mentioned, you know, your dad was an engineer and like, you knew what he did, but like, how important was it to you uh, as a daughter mm -hmm. of like, my dad is super successful in his career or, you know, brings, brings home a ton of money or all the stuff that dads usually are going after to try to provide for their family. Or at least we say we're trying to, you know, we're doing right. it for family. Um, you know, how important was that to you as a daughter growing up and, and looking at your dad and like what he actually did? I think, I mean, when it comes to the like money and all that, not important at all, right? Like mm -hmm. all we care about is like, that's my dad. I love my dad. He's great. <laughs> you know, like that's when you're a child, right? But I think as you start to grow up, when the dad is able to share those goals and be like, this is what I'm striving to to get towards and this is why I'm working so hard, then it's really motivating. And I think it's it's so, so important to um, communicate that with your daughter because on the contrary, if you're if you're teaching her that, you know, you work really hard, but you're like laser focused in your work and you don't talk to her about work. And if anything, you're like, oh, I have to work, like this is so annoying, or like I'm just so busy, I'm so stressed. And you're you're talking to your partner like that, like, oh, I hate this. And then you know, you're, you're dismissing time with your daughter because you have to do this thing that you hate, then your daughter's growing up and she's looking at you and she's like, okay, well work sucks, right? Like yeah. look at my dad, he's not happy. And also why is my dad putting work that he hates above me? You know, like, how do you think that makes her feel? Right. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you teach her like, Hey, having a strong work ethic is so important. Here's why. And here's why I'm working this job. This is why I do this. I love this aspect of it. And, you know, if you can teach her things along the way, then she goes into, you know, high school or even middle school and she's feeling motivated because she wants to find a job that she loves. And she feels like, you know, that's really cool that my dad works so hard. I want to work so hard and I want to be like my dad. And it, it's all about how you frame it. Even if it's the same job and you actually hate it, <laughs> like, <laughs> just minimize those comments, I think. And, and also reevaluate what you're doing. Like if you hate it, yeah, yeah. why are you doing it? You know, yeah, like, there, you I mean, there's something else. <laughs> there's a, there's a good quote that I see like all the time on Instagram and, and TikTok and all this, whatever, you know, like one of the reels or something that is, is basically like, Hey, if, you know, we tell our kids all the time, right. When they're little, like, Hey, you can go do whatever you want to, you know, you can go um, yeah. create your dreams, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then they look at that you at dad and mom, and they're yeah. like, okay, well, why aren't, why aren't you doing yeah. that? You know? True. Yeah. True. So, I mean, you, you know, like, uh, in my opinion is, and I could be totally wrong, right? Like I'm not a daughter. So I, I hope that I'm coming about this <laughs> in the right way, but I feel like I, I need to be, I need to lead by example. Right. Um, 100%. and you know, if I tell my daughter those things and I'm not doing them, like, like she's going to see that whether she says it or not. Um, mm -hmm. and that's going to have a huge impact on her. And so like, we, we've started to, my, my kids are still young, right? They're six and four and then eight months or nine months, uh, Murphy is. Um, and we started to really think about like some house rules, right? That's like not just for my kids, but like for our whole family, right? Right. And like one of them is, you know, um, hey, if there's trash on the ground, like you pick it up, if, even if it's not your mess, right? Like you, you pick it up, you I take like responsibility it, yeah. for it. 
and I'll catch my daughter like calling me out, right? You know, like there'll be like something on the floor and I'll walk past it. She's like, dad, dad, like that, what's our rule? You know? and, so, yeah. and so I think it's, you know, but all that to say, like, like us as dads have to lead by example, I think. And if we're not going out and, you know, even if we don't like what we do, right? Like we can always put the frame around it, um, yeah. you know, that, hey, you know, what I do, maybe I'm not passionate about, but I am passionate about the provision it provides for my family, right? I'm mm-hmm. passionate about you know, some of the things that I get to work on, um, some of my coworkers and things like that and, and the impact yeah. I am having. So yeah, I, I think that's huge. Yeah, I agree. Communication is key that it'll save you in so many ways. Yeah. Well, so, so talk me through some of the points of the book. Um, you kind of break it out into chapters and, and each one's kind of like a value set, right? Or, or something you bring to the table as a dad and something you can adopt. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, we don't have to walk through all of them, but you know, maybe, yeah. maybe two or three that, that you think are super important that, that you see a lot of dads failing on, um, especially as you got into college and saw some of your friends mm-hmm. um, and, and their fathers and, and thought, you know, hey, I thought mine was just normal. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, one that's really important that is actually fun for the dad is try to relate to her. And um, especially at a young age, you know, recognize that, yeah, she's a girl, but that doesn't mean that she can't love what you love. And, you know, especially if she's your biological daughter, that, that girl is like 50% of you, right? So you're, you're, the odds of having some similar interests are very high. So um, I think, I mean, and again, I'm not a dad, so I'm, I'm just assuming that this is how some dads think. I think sometimes when they find out they're having a daughter, they're like, I don't speak that language. I like, you know, instead I'm just going to kind of remove myself from those conversations. And like, let's say you love sports, right? You're like, okay, well, she's a girl. Like, I'm just going to not talk about that in front of her. And like, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. If that's the case, if you love sports, then you should teach your daughter all about sports, especially at a young age so that she can grow up having that appreciation. And you guys can bond over that. And she'll be by your side watching the football games, basketball games, like whatever. And she'll, she'll get it, you know? And I, I think that you should really take a second to look at all of your interests and then try to involve her as much as you can in those. And I know it's hard when she's young um, and she might like be like, oh, this is boring or like be distracted or whatever, but just like, you know, keep, keep in, uh, like making comments or, you know, and, and realize how she's reacting to it. If she's like really not liking it. Okay. Try something else. <laughs> but like just try to relate to her and try to help her um, see into your world as much as you see into hers and find that common ground so you can bond over things and and grow up together like and have those you know have that great relationship yeah did you guys bond over sports you know we he doesn't watch a ton of sports um but we bonded over playing sports so yeah he plays golf so he taught me how to play golf when I was like four. <laughs> and, <I'm not> <laughs> yeah, he like bought me this little Snoopy set. I had like four <laughs> clubs, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was awesome, but he would take me out um, and he would be go- golfing with his friends and I would like go golfing with him and uh, maybe some of the friend's sons, you know, and it'd be like us out on the course. And, you know, sometimes I would just be looking at the bunnies or like just hanging out, drive, like not driving the car, but like just driving in the cart and, um, having a blast out there and just being with him out there, even though we weren't like, you know, golf, is not like you're sitting talking the whole time you're out swinging and all that. But um, yeah, it, it became our thing. And now every time I go see him, we try to go golfing together or like mm. 
make a point to golf when we're traveling together or whatever. So it's a, it's been a fun thing that we've bonded over. And he's also been really active in all of my sports growing up. He was coaching soccer for me for years. And um, it's funny on that note, he like, he really built my, built my confidence um, when it came to sports, probably more than I deserved. (laughs) Like I would, (laughs) I would go to soccer games thinking like, you know, oh, I'm gonna score yeah, a goal today. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I got this in the bag. This is easy, you know. And like looking back, I probably was like not the best soccer player on the field, but like I, I felt it. Like I walked Super in there, confident, and I was like, though. let's go. Yeah. Um, which honestly, like, thank goodness because I think that's translated a lot to my work ethic and um how I felt like going into college. Like I was just confident that I was gonna thrive, you know, mm. and it's because he would build me up and pump me up before matches and be there at my games and cheer me on, um, all the time. And again, it's one of those things that you take for granted because now that I'm like an adult, I'm looking at how many hours he spent on the weekends or taking me to practice. And it's a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's a huge commitment from a father. And I, I applaud all you dads out there that are showing up for your kids because it's, it's oh, a yeah, we, we got basketball practice uh, at 545 today. So, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting that I mean, you're talking about sports and and like selfishly, I'd love to kind of go down the rabbit hole here, yeah. um, you know, because I have two girls. Right. And, and I've played collegiate baseball. Um, I'm super competitive. Right. As in the military, yeah. that, that's like, you know, I have a drive yeah. there with, with, you know, being competitive. Um, and I find myself struggling a little bit with that right <laughs> you know because hey you know she's six right yeah. my, my oldest one and you know I want to be um hard on her but at the same time I'm like I need to I need to support her right and like build mm-hmm. that confidence and and mm-hmm. it's it's a delicate balance I think between like pushing them hard enough to, to where they get outside their comfort zone to mm-hmm. where they're, they're going to fail and they're going to learn from that mm-hmm. you know versus um you know just being like the rah-rah cheerleader like you yeah. got this you know you can do it you know so yeah. I think it's there has to be that balance there. So I love to know like you said your dad would build your confidence. Like I'm assuming too, you know, that he was, he was pushing you as, as well. Right. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. And, uh, I think when it comes to failure, that's, that's the perfect opportunity to also support her and be like, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you failed or whatever the situation is, but like, it's how you overcome this and it's what you learn from it. That that's what matters. And mm-hmm. really, really drill that in her because then she's not afraid of failure. And that, I mean, I, I can't yeah. even tell you how valuable that is, right? It's such such an important lesson. Um, yeah. And we, <laughs> so we had this video go viral on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's ridiculous. Um, my daughters, we, it was just like a Saturday. We were just like hanging out and it was a nice yeah. day outside. And they were like, hey, dad, we want to race you. Like in a oh foot yeah, race. I, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. Um, yeah. You know, and then I, like part of me was like, okay, should I just like, you know, go half ass and like let him beat me? Like, oh, good job. Yeah. Um, or should I just like smoke him? <laughs> you know? And like, yeah, and like had that lesson that that like teaching most, yeah. right? And so you guys go watch the video, it's hilarious. I just smoked the crap out of my kids and they're all yeah. like, ah. but um, but it's that lesson, right? Of like, hey, you're yeah. you're going to fail, like no matter yeah. how hard you try. Like there's going to be somebody better, like you're going to get beat. Um, totally. but but like how do you like you said, pick pick yourself up, like use that as a learning opportunity. Uh, to focus on like, okay, where are my weaknesses? How do I need to get better? Um, yeah. And then also just to normalize that, hey, you're not going to be the best at everything. Like yeah. if you if you want to be the best at everything, you're going to have to work really freaking hard. Yeah, totally. 
those are all really, really important things to instill in her. And I, I'm sure it's way more challenging, like, you know, easier said than done, but um, it's really good to keep in mind. Yeah, for sure. So, so what's something else? Um, what, what's another value set that, that you got in the book? I would say make her feel special, especially, okay. you know, as she's a little girl, like just really think about, <laughs> it's hard to put yourself in the mind of a little girl, I'm sure as an adult man, but um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully the book can help with that a little bit, but um, you know, it's, it's all those little things that make all the difference. So when it comes to packing her lunch, um, you know, one girl or one daughter shared about when her dad would take cookie cutters and like make them in, make her sandwiches into like hearts for Valentine's day. Right. Like that's not, it doesn't take all that much energy from, from the dad, but like she opens her lunch and she's like, Oh my gosh, like, yay. You know? And then there's like a little note in there that says, have a great day. Love dad. Like that's, that's it. That's all it takes. And mm. just, you know, all those little things you can do throughout the years to make her feel loved and special, they, they will go so far. So yeah, I'm trying to think of more, but I mean, sticky notes throughout the house. Yeah. Just, yeah. Know? And I, yeah. I would say too, like, like, um, so from, from my perspective and probably from like a guy's perspective, right. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause like, we don't think about that shit at all. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, it's, it's hilarious. Right. And then you, you translate that also to a relationship, right? Like once you get older, yeah. you know, you, you have a girlfriend, you end up getting married, you have a spouse, you know, it's the same thing, right? Like I want to make sure yeah. my wife feels, feels special, right. And feels noticed yeah. and, and appreciated. And it's, it's a little things like that. And, um, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I struggle with it a lot just cause I'm not like that kind of, I'm not that guy. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, you, you mentioned something in there about a notes, like on your phone and your notes. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Of, you know, just like, Hey, if, if your daughter says something like she likes this or whatever, like just jot down your note, right. You can go back yeah. to it. Um, and, and so that way you kind of have a running, a running list. Cause that's just not the way, you know, a, a guy's brain is wired typically. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you, you have to put some intention behind it. Yeah, definitely. And it, yeah, then it's easy to look back on. Like I, I my notes, um, it's funny. I just was looking at that today. I have a Christmas list, you know, for mm -hmm. everyone. And I think I started it in like February, but you know, <laughs> if someone said something, I'm like, Oh, got to add that to the list because I'm definitely going to forget about it. But if it's here, then I'll be able to reference it. And mm -hmm. you know, that's easy. Um, and also it's, it's about making moments special. And again, that comes down to intentionality, but, um, you can make her feel special by being present. And so I gave an example in the book, but you know, just a hypothetical situation, both, both situations, um, cost the same amount of time and money, but let's just say it's Saturday morning. You're making breakfast with your family, you're making pancakes and, you know, you make them, you go and you sit down at your table. Maybe she's on her phone or iPad or whatever. You're reading an email, you're eating breakfast. She asks you a question, you answer it. And then you go back to whatever you're doing. Maybe she goes back to her room um, whatever. But then situation two is you're making pancakes again, but this time you make them into a heart-shaped pancake or Mickey Mouse or snowman. And then you sit down and you have a no phone rule. So everyone is present and you're asking her high impact questions, not anything she can necessarily say yes or no to, and then, you know, mm -hmm. get back to whatever. Um, and you're asking her about her, her week and, you know, her favorite classes in school and you're learning about her and you're building that relationship. And again, that's all it takes. Like now she feels special. You're looking her in the eyes. You're asking her about her interests 
And whether she knows it or not, like those moments are building blocks for the future when she comes to you and asks for your advice on a relationship or a career or um, just college stuff. Like it's the, like those moments where you can be present mean so much later on. Mm. And I would say too, like, like, so we have um, kind of a rule in our house. It's a dinner rule, right? It's, it's like, no matter what's going on, like we're going to sit down and have dinner. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and there's no phones, no electronics, anything like that. Um, and we go through our day and, and my kids are, are younger. And so as they get older, probably the questions will change a little mm-hmm. bit. Totally. Um, but, but we, we talk about, you know, Hey, what were the three best things that happened today? Right. Yeah. And, and we'll talk through that. And then we'll say, Hey, what's one thing you failed at today? Yeah. Right? And we'll, we'll talk through that. Um, but I, I'll just say to the dads out there, like that's, and I'll, I'll kind of shift the perspective from, you know, the, the daughter to the dad here is like, dad's like that, that's your job. To, to set that frame, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not going to happen unless you you set the intention and make it happen and make it a priority. Um, and so, you know, we get super busy, right? A lot of pressures, work, career, you know, family, et cetera. Um, you know, but it doesn't take that much effort uh, just to, to take that intention and, and set that framework, right? And it, that's mm-hmm. kind of setting that container for the family to, to be successful. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I love the three things that went well and one that went or could have gone better. I think that's so powerful. And, you know, she can learn a lot from you based on your answers too. Mm -hmm. If, you know, it goes back and forth. Um, actually one dad that I interviewed, he, he did that same, uh, setup, but it was called roses and thorns. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was pretty cute. So it's like, okay, what, what were your roses for today? And you know, it was the thorn and it was the same, same idea, but um, in doing that, you're able to get her to talk about things that she really likes. And then you understand a little bit about, you know, what, what might be bothering her. And I think having that open communication where you ask her, like, what were you, where were your thorns today? Especially as she gets into like middle school and like, you know, people can, can be mean and like, there's all kinds of situations that arise in middle school, right? We've all been there. Um, so by asking her, like, what were your thorns? Or maybe like, you know, what's one thing that could have gone better today? You might find out that she's struggling with something. And had you not opened that conversation, you might never know. And those are important ways that you can show up and be there for your daughter. And I think, um, like you said, it it doesn't take all that much effort, but the impact is so powerful. Mm. So one I read a book a while ago. I forget the author. I'll have to look it up. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you, you've read it as well or know, know of it. Um, but it's Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Um, mm. And, and uh, I'll, I'll put a link into that one as well in the, in the show notes. But um, it was a great book. Um, and one of the, my big takeaways from that was really about like as a father, um, you know, you, you see kind of the way culture is going lately, mm. right? Through social media and, and um you know, just the glorification of, of materialistic things, right? Right. And especially, especially with women um, yeah. and, and young girls. And so, you know, part of that book was really about how you as the dad have to, to have to protect your daughter from that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes off like you're being like overly strict, you know, in some cases, like, like, no, sorry, you're not spending the night at a friend's house yeah. or something like that. And, and, and it's just, it kind of like sets you up and, and again, my daughters are young and, and I'll get into teenage years, which are going to be yeah. horrendous, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But, you know, where there's a lot of backlash, like from, from your daughter, right? And she may not understand yeah. that, right? Um, but <clears throat> I think deep down, and, and you let me know if I'm incorrect here, um, I'm not a girl, right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
you know, the assumption from, from a dad is like, Hey, I'm, she's, she's, you know, having backlash at me. She's, um, yeah. coming after me. But, uh, but I think from the daughter's perspective, it's really like, she, she understands that you're doing that, like, because you love her, because you protect yeah. her. And like, even though she's, you know, going to be a little bit difficult to work with, I think it's, it's better to go down that route because she knows that you care about her mm-hmm. rather than just saying, yes, you're good, do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. No, so that's, I get your, your perspective on that through your teenage years. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. It was, oh, it was so annoying when you get told <laughs> no, like, let me tell you, you know, like, especially because at that moment, you're the oldest you've ever been. And I feel like you think you're so mature and you know everything and you're completely capable of whatever it is you're asking for, or like you deserve that because like, whatever, right. You're just, you're in that phase. Um, but when you get told no, it can be super frustrating. And one thing that my dad always did was he would say, you know, no, because I care about you and love you. And if I didn't care about you and love you, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like, oh, you know, like how are you supposed to argue with that? Right. <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, well, uh, okay, fine. Like, right. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't so, love me so much. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. You, can't, you really can't argue with that one. Um, but I think that's, that's a great way to go about that. And I'm sure, um, yeah, for any dads out there that have teenage daughters, um, you know, it's just a phase, <laughs> but, uh, I think keeping that in mind is, is really powerful because it's, it's also really frustrating if you just constantly get told no, with no explanation, mm-hmm. like you should always try to say like, because, you know, this and that, or like your safety or whatever reason it is that you're saying no, um, communicate that with her because it's, you know, she doesn't want to be just like locked up or told no all the time because then she's going to potentially, you know, try to rebel or whatever. There's all Mm -hmm. kinds of consequences, but with open communication always and telling her that, you know, it's a no, because you care about her, you're, you're going to be golden. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Well, um, the, my, my, excuse me, can't talk. Um, one of the (laughs) other takeaways I had about your book, uh, was, and this, I'm probably not going to phrase this in the right way, but um, you know, a, a girl really wants her, her dad to be like proud of her. Right. And, and mm-hmm. accepting of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, before I read your book, like I understood that, but I think afterwards was like, wow, that's really like a huge thing. Right. And so um, I've even found myself starting to change some of my behavior, you know, since read the book, just in my home. Right. I have my kids will come up and they'll have a little coloring that they drew or whatever, you know, and, and they're looking like, Hey dad, what do you think of this? You know? And, yeah. and it, you know, there's a couple of ways you could, you could go with that. Right. Um, but I think it's just super important to, you know, to let them know that like they are appreciated, you're proud of them, um, mm-hmm. and you're just accepting of them. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I would come home with drawings from school, you know, from art class or whatever, and they were horrendous, like, so, like just scribbles, <laughs> you know, and the next day they're hanging in his little like workshop in the garage. And it, I think that it made all the difference. He didn't even, he said like, awesome, you know, but then I would walk in the garage and I would see it hanging up. And I was like, he really loves this. Like, that's great. You know, I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> and so it is, it's those little things. It's, it's not just your, your words, but it's your actions and just showing that you're proud of her. It makes a huge difference. And even just talking to your friends about things that she's accomplished, you know, obviously your girls are young, but I think that this is, it's really powerful as she starts to you know, grow up. And when she's a teenager and in high school, if you, you know, if she come or if one of your friends come over and she's talking to them and they're like, 
oh, you know, I heard you, you know, did this and that. It, it feels so good. You're the, they're like, you know, your, your dad told me that, you know, you accomplished this and you're like, wow, he said that like, cool, you know, and then you feel all good. And it's, uh, it's not hard. You're just talking to your friend, but it, it really does make the difference. Mm. And I think one, one thing that I'm trying to be very intentional about with my girls, um, and it's very difficult to do is to have the balance there between, you know, the, the, the dad's, um, uh, support of what they're doing, um, and me being proud of them versus them being proud of themselves. Mm. Um, and which is, which is very hard to do. Right. And we talked about building up confidence and things like that yeah. too, but, but I want to be, you know, when my, when my kids are older and they're outside the nest, right. Yeah. And they're making their own decisions. I want them to make those decisions for them. Yeah. Um, because that's what they want to do and not, not to go make dad proud or what is my dad going to think about this or, or anything yeah. like that. Right. Like I'm going to be proud of them no, no matter what they do. Um, and I hope they know that and, and I'm sure they will, but you know, so like, like that same situation, right. Where my kid brings up drawing. Um, and she says, Hey dad, what do you think about this? Um, a lot of times my, my first reaction would be like, well, what do you think about it? You know, yeah. um, or are you proud of it? Like, is that your best that. work? You know? Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if that's the right move or not, but I think that that's the thinking behind it is like, dad's going to be proud of you. I yeah. want you to make decisions that you're going to be proud of. Absolutely. And, and really in those big moments in her life, um, you know, look her in the eyes and, and really be present again. That's the common theme, right? Be present and ask her, you know, like, or tell her you should be so proud of yourself. Look at what you've done. Look at all, look at this impact you've had, or look at how you've grown, you know, all these things you've accomplished in your life and all the things you're going to continue to do, like you should be so, so proud of yourself and mean it, you know, and that that's going to set her up for so much success because girls need confidence. Like it's, it is tough out there and it's only getting tougher with, you know, social media and all that. Like we, we judge ourselves, we're hard on ourselves and we care too much about, you know, how we look or what people think of us. And when your dad can really instill that confidence, you, it, it changes you. And I think that's a lot of what I was seeing, um, you know, around me for the first time in college, I was just like realizing I've, I've had this support from my dad and he's helped create, you know, the confidence that I have. And I, I can't thank him enough for it. Um, and, and I, I really, really want all, all girls to be able to have that same confidence and feel that support and, um, and just love from their dads. I think it's, it's way more impactful than anyone even like grasps, right? Like this is, it's huge. Yeah. So, I would say, especially now, right? Like, I mean, yeah. given the culture we're in, like, like I talked about before with social media, right? Like I can't imagine being a teenage girl right now, yeah. you know, um, would just be insane, right? Like the, the validation you're trying to seek through social media mm -hmm. that like is never going to be there, you know, and it's just an empty yeah. vessel that, that you're trying to like, to get that validation from, you know? And so I think like now it's more important than ever for, for girl dads really to step up and like instill some of those values in their, in their daughters, just to set them up for success. Like, I, like, I'm not going to give my kid a phone until they're like 18, you know? I mean, it's just, it's just crazy the, the world we're living in. And, and I yeah. probably renege on that. I'm sure. Um, 17. Um, but you know, but like, it's, it's, it's a balance again. Right. I think that's kind of like one of the, yeah. the themes of this conversation is, you know, yes, you want to pr protect them. Right. But at the same time, like you have to expose them to the world, you know? Yeah. And so like through social media, there's, you know, a couple different approaches, right. It's odd. My daughter's never going to be on it. You know, I'm going to ban her. She's not going to phone until she's 18. Yeah. Like I said, 
Um, and then there's the other one where it's like, all right, let's just give her a phone and whatever happens, happens. Like that's not yeah. the right approach either. So right. I think there's some nuance there that like you have to expose your kids to the world and the realities of the world. Yeah. Um, and then have those tough conversations with them about, you know, the, that worldview, you know, being a different way than what we have with our family, um, you know, and, and instilling those, those value sets in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, like I said, it's that balance of, of protecting versus setting them up for success in the realities of mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, absolutely. So did, did your dad let you guys have a uh, social media? Um, you know, social media just was becoming a thing as I was in high school. I don't even think he knew. (laughs) (laughs) I think like, it was just kind of like, everyone's downloading Instagram and like, but to be fair, like back when Instagram first started, it was not the way it is today. Yeah, no, no. We were the things we were posting. It's like so cringy to look back on, but it's like super filter, like <laughs> peace signs, like you know, just like it's. It wasn't like a toxic thing where you were comparing yourself to others. It was it was more like sharing photos with your friends, and you were like only really following your friends, and then it blew up, and then now it's like it's so different. But by that time, like I was you know in college, so um, I didn't really you know I actually didn't really have that kind of conversation with my dad but I think again it came down to he helped build the confidence that Mm -hmm. I have and I am more protected I think because of that and I I am comparing myself to others constantly but I I think I have a stronger barrier and I'm able to like think about it like okay that's silly you know like or let me just quit this like I will just end Instagram I'm like whatever done and then move on and be like, okay, what are we, what's next on the agenda? What am I doing today? What am I accomplishing? So, um, I think, you know, you can, you can set yourself or you can set your daughter up for success in that way, just like by helping her build her confidence. And then as far as social media goes, I mean, that is, it's a, it's a battle for sure. But I think again, having that open communication with her and telling her like, like rather than just letting her explore this herself, tell her like, there's, like it's a lot of fake stuff out there like there's filters there's edits like never compare yourself to anyone because you are you and you should be proud of you and you should love who you are and and that's all that matters and people love you for you um so I think yeah just you know you can do what you can uh social media is tough but um always be open with her and and communicate constantly yeah so I I'd love to know too. So you have two sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So that that had to be tough for your pops, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> three, yeah. three of them. Oh my goodness. Um, but uh, and you talked about intentional time, right? And and yeah. um, so ha- having three girls, right, and trying to instill mm-hmm. those same values and and, and everything. Um, how did your dad approach that? You know, that's got to be tough, right? Of, of kind of giving each individual time. And did he have kind of like, hey, this is you know going to be date night you know, this week for, for, for one date night, next week for two, or kind of how did he approach that? Yeah. I think each getting what you needed. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good question. I think, you know, cause we're, we are all different, but we're also a really close knit family. So we do a lot of things together. Um, and my mom, she's awesome too. Like I I'm just super lucky, but, um, so I would say he spends a lot of time with all of us and we do a lot of like family outings, family trips, um, even just like, you know, little day trips, like he would do, um, 
we would do father-daughter activities through some of the organizations that I was a part of and, and that time together with just me and my dad. And then he would do it with my, me and my little sister and then me and my littlest sister. And so he would definitely like section it off and have fun dates and, you know, we would change it up. Some of them were like go-kart racing or like mini golfing or whatever. But, um, he also, he, he really instilled in all of us that sisters are forever. And he would always, he, he said that so much growing up that I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, cause I would want to go hang with my friends. Right. And he's like, he's like, okay, friends are great, but sisters are forever. I'm like, yeah. I know, you know, but then really he, he meant that. And he, um, he showed that through always hanging out with all of us and encouraging us to hang out and like play together. And, um, yeah, I would say he has an individual and unique relationship with each and every, or each of us, <laughs> but at the same time, like he was really good about spending time with all of us together and apart. Yeah. And that, that's, so, you know, I've got two girls, right. And, and they're very different in mm -hmm. some ways, but very similar in some ways. Yeah. Um, and it's that same intentionality, right. That we talked about before mm -hmm. of like knowing what each one needs, right. I think, right. Like the, the needs for my oldest one are going to be a little bit different than, than what my, my younger one needs. Like, um, my younger one is extremely artistic, um, extremely intelligent. She's, four and she's you know she's doing like multiplication and stuff with oh, math wow. she's like a genius yeah. um but with that becomes a, a lot of different personalities right like she's yeah. super smart but struggles sometimes socially um and my older one is, is like a social butterfly right and she's talking to everybody and so there's like yeah. different ways that I can connect with them and do different things with them to give them that attention mm -hmm. and different things they need from me like emotionally too um so I think yeah th there's gonna be that uh too that that each kid is gonna need similar things but then also like you're going to have to parent differently for each kid um, and, and just Absolutely. have that intentionality to it. So, but yeah, I agree with you. Sisters are forever. So that's what we, we, we tell yeah. them too. Like you guys are bonded for life. Yep. And like your friends are going to come and go, but, but your sister's going to be right there through it thick and thin. Yep. I love that. And yeah, I think knowing your daughter is so important, right? Just like you said, they're, they're very different, but how you can um, connect and relate to one is going to be different from another. And just being aware of that is everything. And I, I don't know if you guys are all familiar with um, the love languages, but that's a really great place to start because you can start to understand like, okay, what does, um, and I think there's like even a love languages book for like your kids or whatever. So um, what do they need, right? Do they need words of affirmation? Do they need to be like pumped up or do they need physical touch? Do you need to like give them a big bear hug or do they need, um, quality time like there's all you can really explore what your daughter needs and be able to relate with her and connect with her in that way um and yeah I, I would encourage everyone to like look into the love languages I'm I, I think it's fascinating yeah no that's a great book I, I honestly haven't even thought about that for my kids you know um yeah. so I think that's a good starting point if there is one yeah. for, for children that'd be a great a great read um you know because yeah as they get older, obviously they're going to have them, but they got them when they're young too, right? Something they, they gear towards a little bit more. So absolutely. Hmm. Well, um, so yeah, I, I would love everybody to go check out the book. It, it's, it's out now, right. On Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. and then we'll, we'll link to, you know, the, the link on Amazon, um, and then link to, to Maddie, to, to some of your resources as well. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, awesome for coming on. Like if you had to give dads one takeaway, from your book, um, you know, the cliff notes version, let's, let's, you know, make sure they're being a better girl dad. Like what would, what advice would you give them in, in 30 seconds to a minute you think that would have the most impact? 
I would say show up, be intentional and have fun because at the end of the day, this is such a rewarding experience and you can just wake up and live and go to bed and wake up and live and go to bed, or you can make the most out of this and have a great relationship with your daughter and set her up for success and enjoy every second of it. So I would say have a blast and good luck out there. And just anyone who's listening to this podcast is already, you know, miles ahead of most dads. I think it's so incredible what you're doing. And for all the listeners out there, I think it's incredible that you're tuning in and trying to be a better version of yourself, a better dad, um, and ultimately a better girl dad if you have daughters. So um, just thank you. Your daughter is going to thank you later. And it's such a cool thing. And I hope that this, you know, becomes a movement. I, I really do. Yeah. Well, awesome, Maddie. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, girl dads out there, let's unite. Uh, let's yes. make sure we're, we're, we're doing better. We're, we're bringing that intentionality, you know, into our job as a dad. And, and I think our, our daughters will, will be all the better for it. So Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. Um, like sure. I said, guys, the, the, the book will be linked up in the show notes. You guys go out, grab a copy, um, and then, you know, shoot Maddie a note and let her know how much it changed you uh, as a dad. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that guys, we will hop on and see you on the next episode.